Well, one of the most uh, subscribed YouTubers is a man called Mr. Beast. I don't think that's his real name. I don't think that's his real surname either. I'm not too sure. But Mr. Beast is his name. And he's got 92, 93 million subscribers. And one of the things he likes to do is give away lots of money. He likes to give away lots of things. And one thing, one video that he made was this. He bought a house. And he bought a house, did it up and wanted to sell it but he wanted to sell it for one dollar which is about 75 80 pence and so what he did was he put a sign outside the house saying for sale for one dollar house for sale for one dollar and in this video it's really interesting you see people driving past the sign here is a house available for one dollar and people just drove past it why were they driving past it well we don't know but they probably thought it's too good to be true they probably thought that can't be real and so they missed out on this opportunity and then one man pulls up has a look round, and can't believe what he's seeing because he gets to have this house for one dollar and it's his he took that opportunity now this morning when it comes to the news of easter it is wonderful news news that is life-changing news that can give us hope and help whatever we face in life news that can explain our biggest questions help us with our darkest moments and here is this great news summed up on this one day easter sunday but here's the problem we can just drive past it we can see this what's on offer and think oh that can't be true or we can ignore it and think well that can't be real well this morning i want us to ask the question uh, what is this all about i want us to stop and look there's millions of Christians all over the world rejoicing today that Jesus is alive. And this morning, we're going to see what difference it can make to us. Let me ask you this morning, if you're not trusting in Jesus yet, if you're wondering if this is true, what do you make of it all? What do you make of Jesus' resurrection, Jesus being alive, Jesus coming back from the dead? Because we're going to look at Mary this morning, and she helps us to get to the core and the heart of the Easter message. Easter is wonderful news, but there's three things we're going to look at this morning from Mary's point of view. We're going to see that Easter is hard to believe. Then we'll see that Easter is easy to believe. And the last thing is we'll see Easter is possible to believe. So the first thing then, Easter is hard to believe. What do I mean? Well, let's have a look at what happens to Mary here. Mary is one of the followers of Jesus. She's been with him for years. She was always there um, watching him and, and listening to him she had had her life transformed by him and she'd seen other people's lives transformed by him she'd heard him teach in amazing ways she'd heard him do miracles and then she'd heard him say i'm going to die she'd have heard him tell them that he was going to die and then one day he would rise again but then mary on this day this first easter sunday morning is well she is um, grieving because her close friend Jesus is dead so what does she do she goes down to the tomb what's she gonna do when she gets to the tomb well we don't really know does she know probably not she just wants to be there she wants to do something and if you've been in that situation where you're grieving you just want to do something you want to be somewhere you want to do something she wanted to go to the tomb but when she got there there was a big surprise because the stone has been removed what's her response her response is it he's alive is her response he's done what he said he was going to do well no 
her, her response is this. She ran, verse 2, she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, that's John, and said to them, they've taken the Lord out of the tomb. They've taken his body. Her response wasn't, he's alive. She didn't understand yet what was going on. So even though she was there, even though she heard Jesus tell them that she, he would rise again, even though she knew that, she saw the empty tomb and she didn't believe. She saw the empty tomb and she thought they've stolen the body. Now, um, later on, Mary still doesn't understand what's happening. In verse 11, the angel appears to her inside the tomb. She's there, goes to the tomb, and there's angels there. She still doesn't understand. These angels are talking to her, and she still doesn't believe. Verse 14, Jesus is speaking to her. Do you see that in verse 14? She saw and turned around and saw Jesus. He was speaking to her. He was standing right in front of her, and still she didn't believe. Jesus had told her it would happen. The body was now gone. He was talking to her. She'd seen angels and still she didn't believe. Why is it that Mary didn't believe? Well, the way she was thinking just didn't allow for it, did it? Her Jesus wasn't big enough to rise from the dead. She knew that people don't rise from the dead. When they're dead, they're dead. That's it. This just didn't fit into how she thought. We're going to see that she needed God's help. She needed the help of Jesus for her to understand. But do you see, believing in Easter is hard. It is hard to believe. Now, maybe today you're sitting here and you're thinking, well, this just can't be true. It's a nice story. You know, it's a nice happy ending for Jesus. But really, Jesus being alive, can we really believe that today? But here we see Mary, John, Peter, all standing before an empty tomb, and they didn't get it yet. They didn't understand. Mary wasn't able to believe until Jesus helped her to believe. So today, if you're thinking, I would love to believe, but I don't, don't put it off. Don't give up. It's hard to believe. You need God's help to believe. But today, let's ask that question. Let's look at the evidence, just like Mary these are some things you have to kind of work out how this fits into your thinking of Jesus being alive. You see, the, the Bible tells us and history tells us Jesus was crucified. There was a man called Jesus who lived in the first century who was crucified. It's a, an established historical fact. The other thing you've got to deal with is this. The tomb was empty. 200 years after Jesus rose from the dead, for those first 200 years, nobody ever questioned that the tomb was empty. Everybody knew. We see that in the other Gospels, the, the um, leaders try and cover it up. They try and spread lies because they knew the tomb was empty. So he was dead. He was buried, but the tomb was empty. We also know that the followers of Jesus were convinced he rose again. The followers of Jesus were convinced, and they were so convinced that they were willing to suffer and die. For the fact that he rose again. Now, we know that people die for things that might not be true, but people don't die for things they know are a lie. They were willing to go to their deaths because they knew and they'd seen that Jesus was alive. Not only that, but Jesus' followers were transformed. See, they were cowering, they were hiding away in this room, um, and then Jesus appears to them. We see in chapter 21. They were scared. Then, after that, a week later, they are standing in front of the people who killed Jesus, telling us Jesus is alive. And then, this is the other thing, the church exploded. The church and the followers of Jesus um, kind of took over the Roman Empire, as it were. 
It, it just transformed the whole world. Why? Well, it comes back to this because they believe that Jesus rose again. So what do we do with that? We need to look at the evidence. Just like Mary looked at the evidence, we need to look at it. Say, what's going on? Now, are you willing to look at the evidence? And if you've heard of um, Galileo, in the 16th century, everybody thought that the earth was the center of the solar system and that everything else went around the earth. Yeah? It's, it's not that. Sorry to break that news to you, but that's not the case. The sun is at the center. But what Galileo had done was he'd invented this amazing telescope. And Galileo could prove to other scientists um, that the earth was not at the center of the solar system, even though they thought it. That's all they had to do was look down the telescope. Galileo could show them. But did they look? They refused to even look down the telescope. They refused to take it. They wouldn't be persuaded. They couldn't be persuaded because they refused to look. Now, this morning, are you willing to look? Are you willing to try and find out if this is true or not? Here's the evidence. Don't miss out. Now, maybe today you're a bit scared to look, if you're honest, because you know if you look at this and it ends up being true, that's going to have something to say on your life. If you look at this and this is real, then God has something to say to you about things in your life, how to live, and there are going to be consequences. But we need to look at the resurrection of Jesus. And instead of thinking about it, sometimes we might put it off, mightn't we? We might try and explain it away with some of the reasoning. We might try and make excuses why it might not be true. But please today, stop and look. It is hard to believe. It is hard to believe. And the people looking at the evidence first time here looked at the evidence, but they still hadn't believed. So it is hard to believe. But the second thing I want to see is this. Easter is actually easy to believe. I know that sounds contradictory, but hear me out here. So Easter is hard to believe, but Easter is also easy to believe. What makes the difference in Mary? Where does she go from thinking they've stolen the body to realizing that Jesus was alive? Well, do you see what happened? It takes one word. She turns and she looks at Jesus, and there he says in verse 16, Mary. That's all it took, Mary. And in, those, in that word, Jesus helped Mary to understand who he was and for her to grasp all of this and that it was true. In that moment, her tears turned to joy. Her despair was turned to delight. And suddenly she thought, he is alive. He's back. What happens is this. Jesus makes it personal to her. He makes it real to her. He helps her to see this is true. This is real. So this morning, if we're still stuck thinking Easter is hard to believe, can I encourage you to ask Jesus to help you to believe? What have you got to lose? He loves to help. He would love to answer that prayer. Just say, Jesus, if this is true, help me to see it. Jesus, if this is real, help me to believe. Why not pray that? Why not ask him? And the reason I want to say it's easy to believe is this. Because when we look at the, the knock-on effect of what the resurrection means, it's wonderful news. And we should all want to believe it, even if we don't. What do I mean? Well, if the resurrection is true, it means this. God is real, and Jesus is who he said he was. Jesus makes huge claims in the Bible about himself. He said he was God in the flesh. And here he is, proving it in the resurrection. Everything I've said is true. And if that is true, it means that God is real. And if God is real, it means that you are not an accident. It means that you have a purpose. It means that you are valuable. 
if God is real, then it changes everything. And the resurrection shows us that that is the case. Not only does it show us that God is real, it means this. It shows us that Jesus has defeated death and we don't have to fear it anymore. Maybe there is something, you know, the death is kind of the elephant in the room, isn't it? You know, the elephant in the room, that phrase, everybody knows it's there, but we don't talk about it. Well, that's something that death can be for us, isn't it? We all know it's coming, but we don't want to think about it. We kind of put it off. We ignore it. But here we're told that even though we might fear it, even though we might try and ignore it, there is somebody who can help us with our biggest fear. Jesus. He has been there, and he has died, and he has come back to life. And the Bible says if we trust in him, the same thing will happen to us. We will die, but then we will come back to life when Jesus comes back to make the world new. You see, we don't have to fear death because he has been there with us and he's taken us through it. Here is somebody who helps us with our biggest fear. Not only does the resurrection help us see that God is real, it shows us that we, can, we don't have to fear death, but it shows us that we can be forgiven. Jesus went to the cross to pay the punishment for our wrong. And he did that, and when he rose again, the punishment was paid. He walked out of that grave to say, I've paid it. Paid it in full. Just like a, as a prisoner walks free from prison, they have paid their debt. They have served their time. Jesus has paid our price. He has served our time. The resurrection shows us we can be forgiven. So whatever we've done, whatever guilt or shame we might feel, this morning God says it can be forgiven because of Jesus' death on the cross. See, God is real. You don't have to fear death. There is forgiveness. And last thing is this. There's a happy ending for everybody who trusts in Jesus. As I said, Jesus rose again, and he was physically raised from the dead. In the next chapter of John, we see him eating breakfast. So this resurrection body can eat. It is physical. He's not a ghost. That's what he was showing them. And the truth of that tells us is this. Jesus, one day, is coming back, and he's going to fix this, this broken world. This world has got moments of joy and celebration, hasn't it? Moments of real, um, just, just beauty and wonder. And it's great sometimes, but other times it's despair and it's dark and it's hard. Well, Jesus is going to take this world and fix it. Take away all the sadness and leave us with uh, all the joys. And we can be part of that if we're trusting in him. Which means that everybody, everybody who trusts in him can know that one day it's going to be okay. Know that one day there is hope. So do you see, it is hard to believe, but it is also easy to believe because actually in those truths that the resurrection means, it starts to answer some of our biggest questions. We have purpose, we have meaning, we have a hope for the future. This isn't all there is. Now doesn't that sound like something we should want to believe in if, even if we don't? You see, in one sense, it is easy to believe because it sounds too good to be true. It's hard to believe. It's easy to believe. And the last thing is this. Easter is possible to believe. There's a wonderful few verses at the end of this passage to help us here. Um, in verse 17, Jesus says to Mary, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. So the first thing Mary uh, that Mary realizes is that Jesus is here and she grabs hold of him. He's back. Yes, this is amazing. My friend is back. But he says, don't, don't cling to me, Mary. You know, because I haven't yet ascended to my father. I need to leave. 
But elsewhere we read, when he leaves, he's going to send his spirit. He's saying, I want to go, Mary, but you're going to get something even better than just me being physically with you. You'll know me in a deeper, richer way because my spirit will come and dwell with you. And I will never leave you and never forsake you. You will always know my comfort, always know my help. I'll always be there. But I need to go first. You see, sometimes we might think, well, if this is true, I can't keep up being a Christian. I can't do that on my own. Or maybe you look at your life and think, I'm just struggling to keep it on going. How would you do this? Well, Jesus promises this, I can be with you. I can help you every step of the way. That's why I rose again. So there he is to help us. But not only that, you see what Jesus tells Mary to do. He says, Mary, I need you to go and tell my brothers, tell the disciples what's happened. Now, this is a really big thing that's happening here. This is the most significant moment in history. The God who made the world came to earth died on the cross, rose again. Who does he choose to tell people, the first person to tell people about what happened? Who does he choose? Mary Magdalene. Now, that might not jump us out as a surprise if we know the story, but Mary, well, we need to know know about her. First of all, she's a woman. Now, in the first century, women were looked down on. They were second-class citizens then. That's why it's amazing to see how honoured Jesus, how how much Jesus honours them. So here he goes, he sends this person who other people would would have written off. But not only is she a a woman, she's also um, somebody who is an outcast of society. In Luke chapter 8, we see that she was demon-possessed. Sorry, we see in uh, in Luke 8, she was demon-possessed. And in another part in the Gospels, we see other people who are demon-possessed. Well, they were the outcast of society. The man we meet who is demon-possessed, there he's walking around naked, he's a social outcast, he is despised, people want him gone. That's who Mary was. She was a nobody. And yet, Jesus says, I want you to go and tell people. Now, what amazing way for Jesus to show us that to become a follower of his, it doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, what your qualifications are, you can follow me not because of who you are and what you've done, but because of my grace and my love towards you. So we might feel we're not good enough for God. We might feel, oh, I haven't done enough good things. I'm not religious enough. I can't do it. But look at Mary. Look at who Jesus chose. And he said, Mary, go and do this for me. The message of Jesus is one of grace. We can't earn it. He offers it freely. And so this morning, you you might feel not good enough. Jesus says, come. Whatever you've done, come. And I can use you. So this morning, Easter is hard to believe. We don't, can't believe it on our own, naturally. We need, to, we need God's help. Even though we look at the evidence, it's hard to believe. But it's also easy to believe because what it means is wonderful, glorious things. So ask him to help you. And the last thing is, it is possible to believe because he, we can, whatever our background, whatever we've done, Jesus says, come and I can save and rescue you. So this morning, please don't leave without um, making a decision on this, on thinking this through. We've got these booklets that we're giving out this Easter. Please take one if you haven't got one already and read it and ask that question, well, what's stopping me from believing this? Because this is wonderful news. Don't just drive past the, the house for sale for a dollar, as it were, but stop and look. And this could be the, the, most, um, the, the greatest decision you ever make. Well, before we sing our last song, I'm going to pray 
uh, and ask us to, to understand and help all of this and that it would change our lives. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord God, for the Easter message and the hope that it brings. We thank you that Jesus is alive and that because he is alive, there is hope for now and forever. Lord, I pray that you would help us to truly believe what uh, this, uh, the Bible tells us about Jesus and his resurrection. I pray, please, that you'd help every one of us to leave here today knowing uh, that we are right with you and that we've been forgiven and that we are trusting in you as we look forward and look, go ahead in our lives. And so we pray, Lord, please help us and draw close to us. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.